like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason Rouse. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Safe Word. Can you move a little into the yeah. table? Yeah, we're gonna. That carpet's a bit of a speed bump, but yeah, um, gotcha. we are. Uh, we're here. I got to adjust myself as a human yep. being um, and posture myself. <sighs> yeah, that's the problem of wearing all black. black. Yeah, I know, I know. But at least it's not white. <laughs> Dude, I cannot wear white. No, I no. can't wear white either. Dude, it's like... I have a panic attack. You're worried about <laughs> gravy. I'm worrying about my uh, blood showing up on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Safe Word Podcast uh, I am in fact uh, the Jason Rouse uh, Known as the, um, no, we're not even doing that one <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm fucking it Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of the Safe Word Podcast uh, On the show today, Trey Park uh, is here <laughs> Pack <laughs> No, you don't. There's there's a whole joke. I, a is whole there joke. a whole thing there? Yeah, there's the so pack pack. I'm yep. also very dyslexic. No, that's I'd have to write it down. No, so there's a uh, so I, so I'm from Knoxville. We were talking earlier. Yeah. So in Knoxville, there's not a good opportunity to get like a good. You want a five minute clip, right? You're trying to get bugged. You're trying to start sending this mm. out. There's nowhere really to get that. Yeah. But if you make the three-hour drive to Atlanta and go uh -huh. to the Laughing School, they have an open mic night where you can pay $20 to, to get your tape, right? And there's also a room that holds, what, 50 people? I heard it's at, very at small. The school, it's very small. Yeah. It's very intimate. But it, it makes a great tape. Okay. Um, so I go down there for the first time, get on the lit. Like, it's it's finally happening. I'm thinking my career is going to be made. The host goes up. Mm. And it's my first set that I ever really have taped ever. You've only been doing comedy for a couple of years at for this couple time. Couple years, yeah. yeah. And and the host goes up and goes, "All right, everybody, coming up next is Trey Park." Yeah. And to this day, I don't know if she said pork or park. Yeah. But, but neither of them are great or right. There was a guy, a comic that was went by Trailer Park. Okay. So I put the T in the park. <laughs> yep. No, I that's had fine. A Freudian slip. I don't know. Uh, I have to write down the names. No, you're that's and look at them. To to this day, Darian will like like if I called Darian right now, he would answer the phone and be like, "What's up, Trey Park?" Okay, <laughs> it's so funny. But he's mean like that. He is. He's he is a tortured soul. That one. <laughs> that one there. And is. he takes it out on strangers. I, I yeah. like uh, when I'm over by the sound booth. He'll come over <laughs> and look at me and go, "Get him." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can see him he's sucking his teeth like he can almost taste the blood he's i think he's i think he anyway we're not going to get into uh, uh, that um no he's, he's he's a great guy he's my best friend he is like 
he, he's one of the he's one of the smartest and probably the one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire mm-hmm. life. But he has those moments where he's just like, I can watch him getting ready to go on stage yeah. if something's happening. Oh, he's got to like, bone the pick with society. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and he sees that in me, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We exercise sure. our tools differently. Yeah, he's not coming up to me like, go get him. He's coming no, up to me no, like, hey, yeah, yeah. get out of the way. Yeah, have a good show, pal. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Uh, no, that's so fun. Trey Park. I don't think I'll ever, I'll Sorry never live that. Up. No, it's so fun. No, it's, it's so hilarious that it was genuine. Knoxville. Yeah. Knoxville. Man. But not born in Knoxville. Not born in, I was, bo- I was, I was grown up. I was grew up. I grew up in uh, Harriman, Tennessee, um, about 45 minutes outside of Knoxville. We're living in a similar parallel cause, uh, the, Largest city to my hometown mm-hmm. is Hamilton, which is forty minute drive mm-hmm. to Toronto. Okay, okay and yeah. uh, completely different worlds. Forty five minutes in any direction of that major city, you run into a variety of different people. Sure. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, with where I'm from, Harriman, based on the surrounding counties, was like pretty diverse. Mm. Like my high school was probably like. 80 20 white to black and the surrounding high schools were like 99 one <laughs> white to black yeah it drops um, off yeah so it, it was uh so hammer was great but i mean it's a little town about two thousand people um i graduated high school with like 60 kids but my <laughs> oh i thought you had 60 children of your own at the end of high school <laughs> that guy fucks his teachers <laughs> no 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 my my freshman class had 115 kids in it and 55 kids either died moved or dropped out was it pills for a lot of the kids or suicide? I don't know. They Drinking just, and driving. I, I just remember looking around at graduation and was like, all right, there's 60 of us. And then I looked back at my freshman yearbook and was like, oh, my God. There it's was haunting. A, there was, yeah, I was like, where? And I'm and just they just disappeared. It's like school would restart again and they just wouldn't be there. Now, what was was there girls in your school? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there was there's a ton of girls. There man. was no girls in my school. That you went to like an all boys school, or it's just oh that's I could not imagine. It was terrifying. It changed me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> into something even worse. Yeah. yeah, no man, there was a ton of girls in my school. There were no the closest. Like it blows my mind to hear people say. Um, that they went to private schools because there was the closest private school to us was in Knoxville, an hour away. So, and I also grew up the the county I was in was so small. You didn't ask somebody What's the population of the thousand of the county. Uh, yeah, is it? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't imagine more than twenty thousand. Okay, so that's spread out. And the, yeah, that's yeah. huge. huge yeah. County. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it takes an hour if you go. From east to west, it's an hour drive. I mean, it's it's out there. But they, um, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. The counties. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The Like in Austin, people are like, oh, where'd you go to high school? You don't ask that where I'm from. You say, where, what town are you from? Because the town, we only have a school. Like, yeah. I'm from Harriman. I went to Harriman High School. That's yeah. it. So it, it blew my mind going into, even into Knoxville when I moved there. I was like, there's 75 high schools in this town. And, I, and we could barely, I mean. And you're co- totally 100% identified by the high school you go to. Oh, 100%. You, there's no changing right. teams or social circles. No. You don't hang out with them. No. We don't hang out with oh, them. Oh, if you go from one high school to the other, it's, it's an adjustment. You're dead. Yeah. You're dead to me. I hate everything, especially yeah. if you played sports like, like <laughs> yeah, I did. 
Oh, and we play against you. I'm. I want those ACLs were those, in my locker room. One of those high schools where they would groom people for athletic programs. I like- would. Uh, so, if if a kid in the county showed particular promise, they would end up getting a scholarship to go to one of the private schools in, See what in the city. Of. Exactly. Yeah. Test. Right. So. Not real. I mean, like we had a ton of super talented kids that went on to play college ball, um, but I don't think anybody from. I mean, even the county I grew up in has made it to like the NFL or the NBA. Yeah, in ever, <laughs> other than uh, we were talking about earlier, the highest paid Canadian football player ever went to our high school in the nineties. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, it's just been kind of trash and trash. To the point where by the time I was in high school, it was like, oh, yeah, Trey's, Trey's great. And I was very average. Yeah. Just, yeah, it was just big. And what was that like? Did you? Because that's what kept me away from organized sports is you had to wake up in the morning for practice. Yeah. I didn't like the idea of having to jog before I went to school or do any of that. So, yeah, I mean, told. I guess be, it, it held such a weight when I was growing up of like, this is what you do. And so much of my identity was that. So yeah. by the time you are a Jersey, right. With a number on you, it. Yeah, exactly. So tell you that's such a, yeah, that's a great, yeah. yeah. You are number 58. Yeah. That's, that is, I mean, my, like my codes now are my numbers from high school. Yeah. So it's yeah, like it's, PTSD. You, oh yeah. It, all these numbers and color schemes from are all like, yeah. oh, oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, I, if I'm going to buy athletic wear, I'll still buy blue basketball shorts because oh. that's, it's, yeah, it's what I've yeah. always worn. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gets so ingrained in, in you at such a young age that like, by the time I got to high school, we were almost on like a social, I feel like a lot of high schools or like a lot of my friends were like, oh, these people were cool because they had money. Yeah. Where I grew up, it was much more you were cool because, or your family was cool because of what your children were doing in the community. So sports was related, it, exactly. Stuff. So like my younger, like my older sister played some sports, but was just kind of middle of the road, um, and she's great. But me and my younger sister both were prominent athletes. Uh, my younger sister played two college sports. Like basketball? She played basketball Volleyball. and softball. Softball. Yeah, oh, yeah. And There's something about female uh, softball pitchers. <laughs> yeah, oh, she – I don't know what she played in college. She kind of played everywhere in high school, but she got cut from her college softball team, mm. got pissed, <laughs> walked across campus, walked in the basketball office and said, I want to try out. And they were like, well, our season is is started. It's getting ready to start. You don't, you know, we're, well, not having tri- we're not having tryouts. Yeah. And don't you play softball? And she was like, I just got cut. I'm pissed. Let me come practice. She practiced Picked with them for up. a day. and Like Bo Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> or Michael Jordan was playing a little. We played baseball, yeah. Baseball for a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, she just, uh, she's an incredible athlete. But the reason I bring it up is just because while we were, like when I was in high school, that was the thing. That was I was cool. Me and my parents' relationship was much better <laughs> when yeah. I had, and then when I stopped playing and college didn't work out, and and then now now I'm telling jokes. It's like, but then you get so ingrained in that that you don't really function outside of those that circle. It takes years. So that when you when when your athleticism all depletes and your friend enough of your friends have died and you're left with that shell of a life and you try to 
do something anything different, you're left with a lot of frustration. There's no excuse for this. Yeah, that that's how I am now. And, and it's the reason I have gotten only fatter <laughs> as I've gotten older is because I have money. Yeah. I'm not going to eat like a poor person. And I'm very poor. I'm so poor. But we'll, like, yeah, I'll, instead of, I could go spend money and eat a ch- nutritious meal that I could cook for $8. Or I could go to McDonald's and get six McDoubles and, yeah. and just eat that McDoubles. for two meals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you so, cook, though? Never. At all? Never cook. I never cook. And it's it's a problem. It's a, And I know I'm eventually going to have to deal with it <laughs> because now I I am ju- I just look fat. But like I go to the doctor, the doctor's like your your blood's fine because your previous uh, athletics, I guess that's yeah. what's carrying you right now. Yeah. You had a base of right. football, yeah, uh, so, so you could handle a backpack or two, right? Just but at a will. Eventually, it's gonna catch eventually. up to me, and I'll and I'll figure. But no, in my apartment right now, I have a stove that runs on gas. Yeah, it's the only thing in my apartment that runs on gas. Mm. I don't have the gas turned on. Okay. <laughs> at all. I have a bed and a desk and no stove. I, I got a microwave for Christmas, and I think I've used it twice. Yeah. And it's the only time I've You're ever used it. You're eating out that much at, at fast food? Fast or whatever. Fast food. Yeah. Like, I'll, I like to go. P. Terry's. Yeah, I'll do P. P. Terry's is good. So it's a very good uh, burger place here. Root it's beer, so milkshakes, good. cornbread, mm-hmm. and cookies, mm-hmm. and fries. P. Terry's is the shit. Like it's a, very good. In Austin, we've got Whataburger, P. Terry's, P. and In and Out. Whataburger's and uh, In and Out ain't shit compared to P. Terry's. And P. Terry's even, is so good. Uh, Whataburger's terrible. It's not good. It's no it's not, good. I, now I really, I'll be honest with you, and and I've told this to people, and they think I'm crazy. I don't think In and Out's that crazy good. I think it's, it's fine under the California sun. Okay, then okay, that's then it might the thing. Be you got to layer it with the indigenous uh, location. Okay, it's a Cali thing. Okay. it tastes better in California, but uh, both of. The, yeah, Pete Terry's is very good. It's so good. They have root beer milkshakes. I know I already said that twice. Yeah. <laughs> But I couldn't believe it. I love a good root beer, yeah, and I oh couldn't yeah. believe it was a milkshake. Oh yeah! And then when I saw cornbread, I was like, "Okay, well, there's the Texas part of it." <laughs> right? No, right? But, yeah, P. Terry's is super good. But I'll tell you that since being here, there. So in in Tennessee, there's a McDonald's. At I I I view things geographically based on exits. Uh huh. Because each like town in where I grew up had its own exit or a couple of exits. There was a McDonald's at every exit huh. on the interstate. Yeah. So that's just what we just ate McDonald's. Or, and you'd have Taco Bell if you wanted to spice it up. I think they build the McDonald's and then they start building roads towards the restaurants. I, I think the McDonald's it. becomes before the interstate in I some believe cases. It. 100% it's that kind of money. Well, that's that's the whole Wendy's thing, right? Like, if you see. Wendy's a, is pretty good. I, the when, chicken sandwiches are pretty good. The chicken sandwich at Wendy's, like when f- fucking Popeyes and Chick fil A were like, oh, we're the best chicken sandwich. Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is the best chicken sandwich on the market. Yeah. Popeyes is too bready. Chick fil A is good in Texas. The Chick fil A's in Austin, Texas suck. I think They're Popeyes so is disgusting. I, I'm not a fan. They're, I didn't like it's their not chicken very sandwich. Good. I didn't like it. Dude, the f- <laughs> Chick Fil A's nuggets are the best thing in it, chicken business. Good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> it took me forever to try because we don't have a Popeyes. There was like maybe one or two in Knoxville, mm-hmm. um, 
me and Darian were headed to as soon as the chicken sandwich is like blowing up, right? And we're just now being able to get out and go do open mics and stuff again. Mm-hmm. We were driving from Knoxville to Nashville, three and a half hours, whatever. And we stop at a Popeyes. Darian gets two sandwiches. He goes in front of me. He gets two sandwiches. I order one sandwich. They're like, we're, he just bought the last two. Oh, Darian no. ate both of them in front of me. That's what happens. It's so god, it's so funny. That's a bastard. It's so funny, but that that's his, that's why he's my best friend. Yeah, is because he's not going to lie to you. No, he's like and they I'm, give you one of the burgers and then hate you for the rest for of the, the rest day. of the day. Yeah, yeah. he's upset. No. That, yeah, that he had to eat something else. Yeah, and we and we left there, and I got like when I went to Wendy's and got a chicken sandwich, and it was fine. Um, and it turned out it was better than Popeyes. So it's like even when he's doing things that are meant to be that are a bit that are meant because if i had asked him for the sandwich he would have gave it to me outside people would look at that as a mean-spirited thing right. but there's you'd rather have someone to be completely honest with you whether it hurts or not right than somebody that's hanging around blowing smoke up your ass and then talking shit or behind your back <laughs> right, he's gonna exactly. talk shit right to your face exactly actually he's gonna eat that burger he probably looked at you well, he'd been yeah well he literally was like had both of them in his hands no. like just and he's just like do you want one of these and i'm like no, no, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Your thumb's digging into both of them. I don't think you're willing to give them up. Dude, you're sweating right now. Why don't you just have the sandwiches? Dude? I'm getting hungry. Are you hungry? <laughs> I'm good right now. We can eat, we can eat we after can this. Eat, we should eat after. Yeah, I'm down, dude. Top five favorite places to eat in the city. Uh, dude, again, I eat garbage. I now, eat first of all, you've got a $100 gift card in your hand. Okay. Where are you eating? <sighs> Dude, I'm I'm one of those Brazilian steakhouses. No, Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> What's that? Is that like Cracker it's Barrel? Sort of. It's like a, just a chain. William Montgomery took me to uh, uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh, I, I, I keep I always forget that you're from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean you've never been to Cracker Barrel? I've never yeah, been to one. Why would you? It was. It's not very good. No, it's not. It's it's old. It's old white people food. Yeah, everything's kind of bland and whatever, but that's dude. prison style buffet. Yeah, dude, you want to talk about putting down? You want to talk about people that make money serving? Mm. If you're one of the five star people at Cracker Barrel, like there, there's a Cracker Barrel in my hometown. They get tipped out hard by old white people with exactly. tons of dough. Exactly, and they make small talk because they have no friends and family yep. anymore. And oh, Marjorie, would you like another cream pie slice? Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, you should. Ex- yeah, and you, the, and you, it's the same white people that have been coming there. Yeah. Every Sunday after church for yeah. twenty years, it's the same after server. After church, they go. Oh, that's that's the thing. That's when I go, want to go. You go to church, and then you go to Cracker Barrel, uh, and it's fine. And you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait an hour, yeah. but it's fine. But it's social. They yeah, all chat. It's exactly. all church people. Yeah, so we've all got the gift their, shop. Yeah. We've got the checkers out, and it's is huge gift shop. By the way, this is not just keychains and t-shirts. no. This is like a legit store, and then they have the restaurant. Yeah. Um. It's it's actually funny to 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 I've never really thought about it, but yeah, it's like people would go to Cracker Barrel as much to hang out as they would to eat. I mean, truly, and these are people that like this is the only restaurant they would go to, and that the big fuss at Cracker Barrel is there's no or no they're offering vegetarian meat. And, <laughs> A Cracker Barrel, they're offering like Beyond Meat yeah. sausage or whatever. And one of my favorite things on the internet right now is I'm on a 
what's happening now mm-hmm. page for my hometown. Okay. It's so good. It's, it's just a single page. It's, oh, no, no, because it's just these, I mean, these 10,000 people, 20,000 people in the county, we're going to take the worst 80% that are on Facebook constantly, yeah. and we're going to give them a platform to say the most vile and racist and stupidest Uncensored? stuff. Uncensored? Well, it's as much censored yeah. as Facebook gives you. Um, And when the Beyond Meat stuff hit the Harriman Cracker Barrel. Oh, I mean, there are people Shut like, I've down. been coming to this place for 45 yeah. fucking years. I will never step foot in there again. And then there were people that were like, you know what? We're not boycotting Cracker Barrel, but we're not tipping. <laughs> Just because they got a plant-based thing. But I look, yeah. but that comes, look, there's some politics that come along with Cracker Barrel. Yeah. And some of this shit is... Don't bring any of that new stuff around. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's exactly. They don't what it want is. change. Yeah, but it's, it's not attack even, on their personal freedom if you're changing. But it's the perfect microcosm for the world because it's like, dude, they didn't replace the sausage with beyond. They just added something to the menu. Just yeah, well, don't order it. To them, it's like some stranger pulling his dick out at a kid's party. Yeah, it's no. not. They're not going to have it. No. They're not going to have it. But I am going to go. I'm going to give it a second chance and, and go on a Sunday. I, did, I, I think the clientele will yeah, be a lot more fun. You me. have to approach a Cracker Barrel like it's the zoo. Yeah. That's and how I, I looked at Hollywood. And I love, yes, I love opportunities like that mm-hmm. where I get to go. And, and to be honest with you, I like being in situations where I'm the zoo animal. Yeah. Like I want to go like to some ritzy. Like I love hanging out with guys like Lucas McCrary and those guys that are because Lucas is from Tennessee too, but he grew up like as his, a lesbian, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he grew up very differently than I did. So like when I'm around him and his friends and like that that crowd of people that are more, I don't even know what to. I don't want to call them, no, 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 no. The opposite. The people uh, that are more. French. I don't want to say woke French. Yeah, yeah that's French. a great way to put French. it. Um, they're very nice people, but they look at me like there's an actual cow <laughs> in yeah. our living room right now. Um, so I, I really, do you I, ever just start beating up these kids and smacking them around as an adult? No, I was, I, I wouldn't have called 27, 27. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call myself. I wasn't a bully in high school, but I definitely did some, <laughs> I did some shit that wasn't cool. I wasn't in high school, but I am now. Right. <laughs> You've had uh, some uh, elbow surgery. Yeah. Oh, that's my, yeah, my sister broke my arm when I was a year and a half years old. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, she just. On the elbow, I got like uh, two plates and screws in here. Jesus. You want to feel something? Yeah. Feel that. Right. There's the end of a steel. Oh, that rules. Right? Uh, Hate it. It's terrible. Can you, can you feel? Listen to this. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh, that, <laughs> that's the tendons rolling over. It's a good There's microphone. About a half a pound of steel in the Fuck elbow. Yeah. Dude, I don't feel. I mean, I don't this feel is from jacking off. I don't even. <laughs> my sister wasn't that mean. <laughs> that's. Can you feel the skin around that? Yeah. Like, do you stuff, have nerves and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have. There's, a, there's some damage though, for sure. I, I, on the incisions. I have like a 20 inch scar on my knee. Uh huh. Because I blew on the it. top. On the side. Uh, so I blew it out in high school because my life is just a cliche. Yeah. And they went in to do the surgery through the front of my knee, like just to put the little holes or whatever. 
and they couldn't do it because I my I was real muscle bound at the time. So they had to come in the side, and to this day, like I cannot feel myself touching it. And How many so, inch square inches of it's like dam- it's a, nerve damage? I can't feel anything around. Yeah. It. So for like, I mean, an inch yeah. across. All it's the way weird, up, right? When you have this the, foreign the part of your body now. Yeah, and oh, it's a night. But dude, I have so many. Like I have that. Like my uh-huh. fuck, my finger is just always. Is that arthritic? No, that's okay. I just broke the shit out of it. Yeah. But it's always like that. Yeah, I have a similar thing. I've got the, the severed tendon here um, from a beer bottle, and that's why there's no wrinkles on this finger because it <laughs> it doesn't bend. Oh, that's so yeah, it's a disgustingly thing. cool. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there's a series. Yeah, this is this is my so like you have your point like your last bone in your finger. Yeah. That is just smashed up. I was going to say, it looks like it's been compacted. It's exactly, yeah. yeah it's just, And it's like, so that <gasps> there, the pointy part, is the that bone yeah. sitting sideways. Under an x-ray, it looks extremely painful. But yeah. it's so damaged. Oh, it's I just don't, fused. Yeah. Well, dude, what's funny is, and I'm glad I didn't do this, because I was, I was 13 years old when, that, when I broke it. Mm. And they were like, okay, here's what we can do. We can cut it off. That's it. They were going to do that in my toes because I have a super long toe. It looks like a finger. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, I got to see that later. Yeah, I'll show you later. And okay. it has a, I had 12 stitches in the top, broken glass again. But my <laughs> right. second toe is like yeah, probably an inch and a half longer than my big toe. Really? Yeah. That's, okay. I could work <laughs> in a pizza restaurant as a chimp. <laughs> Do you grab shit with them? I picked up some things. Yeah. <laughs> Tampons. Yeah. You know, children's underwear. Oh, that rules. Dude, I used to, uh, I, it's a fat guy thing, but like when I'm, instead of picking up clothes off the ground, I'll just tow it and throw it. Yeah, Jared does that. <laughs> I whip him with a wet towel. He's never wants to bend over. No, he yeah. always uses his feet, but yeah. it, he's not good at it. Like that claw that comes down and grabs <laughs> just, things out. Yeah, he misses like seven times. And I'm like, bend over. Like you, you've got to start to learn how to get your, Hands to your toes, or you're gonna have problems. Oh, that's, I, I, that's so. Funny. Can you believe that Jared lives with me for weeks at a time here? No, that, so it's how, a baby elephant. How did you meet Jared? Just doing stand at like, orgy. No, stop. he was working the towels. Stop. No, I'll, I'll tell you the whole story. So, 2020, everything goes tits up. Right. I'm sitting in Hollywood, you know, a block from the boulevard, and it's eerily quiet in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, walking around the streets, and my spider sense is tingling. This is just before uh, Black Lives Matter kicked off. This is probably, I left maybe a month before. I'd never been so happy to be back in my hometown when I seen them burning the streets two blocks from my house. Like, I wasn't in any danger, but... I don't want to be that. I, you don't want to I be lose there. bullets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't concerned about any kind of <laughs> conflicts or whatever. I just hold up my Canadian passport and they let me through. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Not from here. Just passing through. A. Eh? Yeah. Um, well, there was outdoor comedy shows happening in Toronto and public parks over the summer, mm-hmm. and during those shows, Jared would show up, and I had crossed paths with him at some other comedy venues in the city, maybe the year before or something like that. Mm -hmm. But from what I could see in the way he was talked about, he was very dismissed. 
mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Sure. And uh, uh, nothing new to him, I'm sure. But uh, at the same time, I knew that um, he had nothing to lose anymore. Sure. And that I um, told him, I go, you start watching this Kill Tony show. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd seen and heard of it. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, but I need you need to study this show. Right. You need to start watching any episode that's available because uh, I want you to come to Texas and I want them to see you. I think you'd be perfect right. for the show. And he is. And he, he does, is. He does so good. How great was the first one? I did. I don't think Blue I saw there? the. I wasn't working. I, mm. I had was working a couple of shifts, but wasn't doing kill. Wasn't. I was in the in between weight loss stuff. You know, he. Uh, I just prepped him. I right. constantly prepped him. You know, like I said, he's, he was living here for over a month, I think, at one point. And we'd spend on the board over there going through all his material. Mm-hmm. I'd blast him with Q&A stuff that Tony might ask him. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's no humming and hawing. You need to have a response. Yeah. And it needs to be clear. And oh, if yeah. you can, be funny. But don't. Don't don't fuck this up. So anyway, he plugged into it very well. Yeah, uh, his life outside of the show is a complete disaster. Sure, uh, but uh, he's he's found his groove. And yeah. uh, Jared Nathan will be back here at the end of January. Oh really? Hell yeah, that's awesome. With a variety of other comics like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So January uh, next year should be very interesting place here in austin yeah it's it's hopefully everything rogan's club gets open and Mm -hmm. creek still is doing yeah what creek's doing vulcan stays open and the east side east austin comedy club that's such a fun little club have you done east austin i haven't been it's a little i mean i don't know how many people they could really squeeze in there that's fine 60 people having a good time is not a bad night on a weekend i got a tape from there the other day Mm. from somebody came in and had like a a really good camera and nothing crazy yeah and it's uh i mean it's the perfect little room yeah it's like vulcan is is incredible and it's my favorite place i've ever performed it's got a balcony yeah yeah so i mean it makes a difference it's a fuck it's a it's an Coliseum event. style, right? Yes, yeah, and it's it's dirty and everything's steel. I love it, but and I love Creek is is also great. But like I, I've seen, I've not been to Cap City yet, but I've seen pictures or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's a comedy it's cookie club. cutter comedy club in the exactly. strip mall. Yeah, exactly. And this and there's and there's nothing necessarily wrong no. with that. But if you're in town and you want to go see, and it's 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 awesome to go to Vulcan and watch, you know. Like I hosted for John. It's like Reap. going to see Kiss, right? Like it's a stadium rock. This concert. is an yeah. event. But yeah. if you if it's fuck if it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, mm-hmm. you don't have tickets to go see whatever at Vulcan, and you go to East Austin, you're going to see an incredible show. Yeah, because they're just booking killers. Yeah, nobody owes anything. Anything. They haven't returned just- my message, by the way. <laughs> what'd you message him? i sent him a picture of my buddy's asshole no i sent him a, <laughs> uh just a press kit and stuff said I'll, okay i'd be interested in maybe performing there sometime in november oh I'm, yeah i'm sure it's uh yeah it's andre over there he'll i'm sure they'll get back to you i, I guarantee it um but no that's such a fun little place i love that place over there but back to jared now jared crushes kill tony yeah, he does cool, so right? good and that's and it's so what I learned being on there the first couple times, it's like, and I was telling you before we started recording, like I went back and watched like my first episode. Yeah. 
and it's so bad it's as bad and it's and that's what i would tell anybody like any because i've had people ask because i've done it six or seven times now people are like what should i be ready for tony's going to ask you these one of these no one's ever prepared right it's insane how could you not know right you think you're just gonna pull a rabbit out of your ass what are you doing here how long there's there's yeah. there's six what's your yeah, what's your love life like what's yeah you know what what do you like to do exactly there's one of 10 questions he's gonna ask yeah and he, he's gonna ask you a few of them and like and he's rooting for you yeah he wants you to do right. good he's he wants you <laughs> his best case scenario is that you're funny jared is his best it, case scenario right. this total underdog comes in and, and owns it yeah night after night after night right. and then now he kills it in the q and a's now he's doing yeah. well with the banter not to mention he's got counterattacks to tony yeah he's thrown some hooks yeah. to tony too yeah and that's funny. and it's it's like you gotta jared is going it's the he's the perfect entity for that because yeah he comes up and people are like uh what's what is this about and then he crushes yeah. and then yeah we'll throw shots back at the panel yeah. it's so good yeah it's fun to watch and yeah. i use him as an example over the time i'm like uh people complaining about their situation and where they are in their career and i go if jared's doing this <laughs> right what's your fucking problem for sure what are you complaining about this yeah. guy's been struggling his entire life mm -hmm. against society right and now he's found his golden horse yeah and he and he's riding it and yeah. he's doing everything he can for it Dude, i got Jared him in a movie he did a movie with me here about six months ago oh really i got him as uh he's a bus boy uh <laughs> and there and i play a drugged out um bartender so i got jared in i asked the director to come down to right. watch jared one night mm -hmm. and he says yeah well he rewrit the scenes for yeah for we jared. gotta have him yeah that's, yeah that's really awesome yeah dude jared jared did the when i first when he first started coming around and i we first got to meet him i we were both on uh i went right after him on an open mic and i went up right after him and nobody really knew him but i could i was like oh this guy is I mean, he's a comedian. He's a comic. Yeah. He's one of he's us. He's got jokes. He is one of us. Yeah. Um, and I went up after him, and I was like, Jesus, that guy's fucked up, man. I was like, <laughs> oh, you thought guy. he was on drugs? No, I, I knew that, oh, that okay. he was. He was said, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was pretended like I didn't. I was like, yeah. oh, this guy's just drunk or whatever. Uh, he, We laugh about it afterwards. Everything's fine, right? A week goes by. Uh, we're both on a sh uh, showcase together at Creek. I go right after him. Hmm. I do the same thing. Yeah. No one laughs. Yeah. No one gets it. No. Right. And Jared yells from the crowd, "What? Like, why would you say that?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is the beginning of my yeah yeah. So for ten minutes, I just eat dig. eat dick yeah. yeah. And I get off stage. I go and I think Jared's mad. And I go up to him. And I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry. Uh -huh. I didn't know." Uh, and he Jared has real tears in his eyes mm. like going down his face like i just can't believe you would say that about me like why would you know that i'm special needs like why that's really fucked up that you'd say that and i'm like dude i'm so sorry and then i see him start smiling and i was like oh my god are you yeah. fucking with me right oh, now yeah yeah he's totally he's, he's a like, bastard he said yeah he said you've used that joke before he said yeah right, he said write a new joke you fucking idiot he just walked and, uh, i was like ah oh. he got i got yeah. got and it was just i was like bro you it's, he can cry good i made him cry here a couple times it was just it was as an so, actor it was so 
beautiful for him from the crowd. Like he could, he has such a good comedic instinct to realize, oh, this isn't going good. I'm going to play on the fact yeah. that this isn't going We're good. We're going to sink this ship. Right, exactly. And he did it and then fucked with me afterwards. And I was like, oh, this guy fucking rules. Yeah, he's he's really uh, found his light here in the city. Oh, he's, he's We cool. love him. I love yeah. him so much. He's so, he's what do you just think of Sam Walker? Uh, Did you see Sam Walker? I don't think so. Maybe. What's he look like? Uh, mustache, mullet, fanny yes. pack, one leather yes. glove. Yes, yes. I saw Sam. I only saw him on like one show at Creek or something. It was. Yeah. It wasn't. I don't think I saw him at. Uh, I had them all down for the Canadian uh, show. That's the Canada Day show. That's yeah. Sam's great. Um, I met a bunch of those dudes. It's I'm Uncle Hack and I've met so many people that it's just I've met five hundred people since Movie Gear. Yeah. That I feel bad. Like I have people come up to me like, "What's up, man? Good to see you." I know ten of their names. Right. Uh, yeah. I've run into yeah. hundreds of them. Right. But until you do something that gets my attention, I have no right. reason to lose your name because this you come and go all the time. Right. It's also, you know how many people come up to me and they're like, "What's up, Darian?" And I'm like, "That's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's not me." No. And, and he gets the same thing. And we're both we're both very cool, but like we get it. We do look alike. <laughs> but at some point, yeah. It Pay is, attention. Yeah. Dude, the funniest part is because he's Darian's been on Kill Tony recently, and, and he yeah, fucking I, he murdered. I saw that one. He I did so. Yeah. Good. He's been on two really recently, yeah. and murdered both times. Um, but people, his the whole thing, and I'll let him tell the whole story sure. on here sometime. But uh, the gist of what happened was he, someone approached him at the door of Vulcan and ended up giving him some money to get into the show. Oh, he gambled it. No, 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 he didn't gamble it, but they gave him money to get in the show, and that's what, but he thought that's, it had been worked out with, like, Hinchcliffe and, sure. and the powers that be, um, and they, they called him out for it yeah. on the show. I remember, I was there. So, yeah, so people will come up to me, and they're like, hey, man, think I can buy a ticket or whatever? They they think, think you're think scalping? I'm or they think I'm him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's that's not me. That's another guy. And people will get mad at me because they think I'm lying to them. Yes. It's so funny. I'm like, no, that's not me. It's another guy. And they're like, well, you don't have to be a dick. Dude, I'm just trying to give you a compliment. I'm you guys like, hang really out It's really not too. me. Yeah. Oh, it's my best friend. Yeah. It's my best friend in the world. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is the worst. I always get mistaken. No, I never get mistaken. <laughs> I never... Uh... No. It's a really I don't really have strangers come up to me to be honest with you. I believe that. <laughs> I, really I, I prefer do. that. Yeah, I don't know what homeless people I church or um Scientology turned me down. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? I got blocked. <laughs> they said they weren't having it. Uh, I've been contacted through social media through some various uh Illuminati type Groups okay. asked me to come in for a a, a, a mess uh, a meeting. Yeah, and you didn't go. No, ah, that's. But they, um, the Scientology building under the uh, on Hollywood Boulevard there mm -hmm. um, has uh, a guy who would stand out front and hand out flyers soliciting people sure. to come in, and mm -hmm. he would put his flyers behind his back when I'd walk past. <laughs> it was wild to see. It's like not none of none of you. Yeah, I was <laughs> not, like, not you. Well, how how come I didn't? I didn't. You know, I'm not like a, a junkie on the streets. Like, yeah, give just... me a chance. <laughs> to let me prove give myself. Give me a chance. I don't know. I don't think I could make it through it. I'd have to totally unplug a part of my brain and just dig in. But yeah. 
is Tennessee's a pretty religious. Yeah, every well, town has a church. Yeah, well, I was a youth minister for a while, mm. and I know we've talked about that before, but that that's actually really funny because I know, I mean, I was like, I knew some pretty successful people like that were in the ministry. Sure. And that was always like you could tell people that were quote unquote really serious about evangelizing versus not is that they would approach someone dressed like you. Sure. And the majority of Christians that I know, they're like, I'm not gonna go talk to that guy. I'm like It's hypocritical though. Yeah, right. Based on what you believe, that is the guy we need to go talk to. Yeah. And I just never there were so many there was a lot of things being in that life I didn't really understand. Um and it varies from group to people sure. people are coming in and out it's just like the comedy community sometimes there's just a, a run of bad sure bad run there yeah well if you i started looking at church and to this day i look at church it, it it's an organization that is there to make money there's a collection plate yeah do they still do that because yeah. i got been oh, going yeah. to church probably you know probably about five or six years and mm -hmm. probably after yeah. my parents separated probably from five, six, seven, eight, nine, up until about nine years old or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, as far as I know, I've not been to like a, I mean, I've been to a, a church here. They for drawing shit like this. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do so, that. Yeah, but that's that's what's crazy <laughs> is like you, that they, I 100% believe that they would kick you out for doing that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, hey, man, I don't know if you've read this book or not, but the book says that's the guy we need to be talking sure. to and, and figuring this out with. Um. But at the end of the day, when you start looking at church as, oh, this is a machine to make money, you draw, you're not tithing. You're not putting money in, in the collection plate. So we don't need you here. Sure. Just like running any other business. If you sell stuff in a, you have the store where that sells stuff. And some people are willing they, to invest in the church because it helps their health mentally. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they need to have that picnic every year. Yep. Or they're not going to make it through the year. Yep. Or and and when you end up in a town like where I grew up, everyone in the community went to church and then went to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I can't so, wait to go to Cracker so Barrel if you're on not, Sunday. So if you're not at Cracker Barrel, then you're nobody in the town. Now, what's what's interesting is like my parents weren't aren't to this day super religious. Like if you guys both my parents like are you religious they'd say yes well, when's the last time you were inside of a church it's been a while um but it's like but they were still known as oh well they said the value to, system just because you don't show up for the meetings it doesn't mean that you're uh non-christian right oh that, oh i 100 percent believe that mm. but that's it's just interesting that that sense of that church is so much a sense of community, which should be a, an incredible thing. Mm -hmm. That's just not, it's, it's yeah. a very poor thing in a lot of places. Um, yeah. Like where I grew up. I want to go, I want to go to, <laughs> to Cracker Barrel or to I church. Wanna, I want to go to Cracker Barrel. I want to go to church. I want to go to a black church. I want to hear people sing. Black, black churches are fun. Can you um, just walk in? Can I walk in? <laughs> yeah. I'll dress up. <laughs> i wear a suit yeah listen if you you could if you walked in in just a regular old suit nobody would say a word yeah nobody would say a word to you and then show a clip from my act on the big screen and shut it right See, down that so that's the thing is like if even if you walked in 
dress like the way you dress when you go on stage, mm. which is like nothing, nothing crazy. A lot of black. <laughs> it's all black, but yeah. it's not like uh, I almost look with a white collar. <laughs> right. I'm one of them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. you know, it wouldn't take much. I'd have to lose some of the jewelry. Yeah, over the tattoos. So there's probably a lot of cool. Well, yeah. Hip- so this is not. Yeah. That's never been a thing. So like the first tattoo I got was was is a Christian tattoo on my chest, mm. and that was never. I expected it to be told because this is like in the midst of me preaching. I expected people to be like, "Oh, well, you're gonna go to." People tell me, "Oh, you're gonna Markings. go to hell." Yeah, with oh, it's Leviticus, whatever. I have actually a tattoo of Pope John Paul. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, sick. My friend Mike Austin in London, Ontario. I think custom tattoos now uh, did the uh, mm. the uh, Pope with the Bible <laughs> with money falling on the Bible. Uh, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> that rules. That's actually really cool. It looks very John Paul though, right? It looked, I, well, I saw the hat first in the the hand, and then yeah. I saw the face. John Paul the third. John Paul. It's III. a little washed out, but yeah. um, there he is. That happens. Um, but yeah, man, people. The the church now is very different than even. Well, they're into social media now. Yep. Yeah, and, but but again, it all goes back to if you start looking at church as this this thing that makes money. Mm then they have to start leaning away from that kind of stuff, which is what causes, like, there's there's a, a church that's going No taxes either. Is that still a thing? Yeah, it's definitely still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's weird how they're exempt from taxes, but you get cash in the plate. Yep, and they don't, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can actually give so much money to the church that you get they, a tax that break. you get taxed. Yeah. yeah. Or, or that if you give, I don't know the ins and outs of it. It doesn't matter. But there's a church right now that's blowing up on social media because their pastor is so far right leaning. And this is like a mega church that's got thousands of members where he has. I didn't know what mega churches were until I came to America and I saw a couple of shows and I'm like, there's 10,000 people. Oh, yeah. the, plus, there, there's one Billy Joel or uh, not Billy Joel, Billy Joel Olstein Joel is in. Texas. Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go to his church so bad. What are the tickets? How long are these sermons? Is there? An I think it's. Like, I think it's probably like a two-hour show. But I think, I think it's just like a comedy. Two-hour show. Yeah, it's a. Well, it's yeah. what, it's a show. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. Um, I'd go with you. We should go. I'm down, to and go. then do a follow-up podcast. I'm 100 on down. that. I will actually rent a suit and dress yeah. the part. I think it'd be a great place to meet girls. Dude, I've dated some real the Christian girls. Yeah. I, I have a bit of my act about it, but bro, they're, they're so like told bad information mm. that it's dude. There was a girl I knew in college that was like that just blew everyone. Jesus, just sucked everybody's dick that I knew, and wow. it was and it was like and was saving her pussy for Jesus, saving her pussy for Jesus. Yeah. But there was nothing wrong, and would do it like, 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 like you know that girl that's like, hey, we're all hanging out drinking. Oh, we need more beer. Fucking Laura, will go, she'll go make a beer run for us, and she'll blow everybody at the end of the night. It, Every town has one of those legends. Yeah, and there, those girls should be held up. Oh, we loved her. Yeah, we loved this girl, but that was we knew. But she would do it like, and it wasn't even a thing. No, it's called like she living could in not Europe. Bl- <laughs> they just blow each other for fun. It's more recreation. Yeah, that that's yeah. a great. Yeah, there was nothing. She was like, "Well, I'm a virgin." 
It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, but you have come on your face. Yeah, when you burp, <laughs> like, it smells like someone burned down a gay bar. <laughs> right, yeah, and it's, but it's, but that's what's so crazy about dealing with super Christian girls is that she had been told her whole life, you have to be a virgin until you're married. Yeah. She's a virgin, so she's going to do. So I heard girls that are religious like that also use their buttholes as mouths, too. So, so some, <laughs> some do. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> I knew this girl that um, we were getting ready to start messing around. Mm -hmm. And this is in the height of my youth ministering days. Sure. That I, she was like, all right, we're going to have sex. Thank you. Yep. Perfect. And I told her to let me hit it from the back or whatever. Sure. And she was like, pull it upstairs. Yeah. She was like, we can do whatever. You, she was like, you can do whatever you want, yeah. but we can't do doggy. Yeah. And I was like, well, what? Why not? That's, that's, I only have two positions. I'm 18. Yeah. And that's both of them. Yeah. And she, uh, she was like, my grandma told me my entire life that I can't uh, be on all fours. Like a dog. Or with her cheeks spread apart because that's how the devil comes in. In your asshole. In her asshole. See, you learn something new every that's, day. And that's the devil. That is what, and I knew her comes grandmother. In your asshole. I knew her grandmother. <laughs> was like, even, I was like, what happens when you get married? She's like, you do not have, you don't have sex that way. I'm like, so I can stick it in your ass. Yeah. If you're on your, if I throw your legs up, mm -hmm. like I'm changing your diaper. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Wow. I was like, she's What's like, you can number? do whatever you want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. She was like, yeah, but I, you cannot. She's like, if we were married and had kids, yeah. I will never have sex this way. It's wild, though. When you've protected that space on your body for a long period of time, and some of these girls go on into the 30s, mm -hmm. virgins, sure. and now you're having uh, vagina sex, and it's traumatizing. Right, yeah. Or it, it, it's, it's it, I, I don't know, what is normal? Right. Well, That's the thing. It's also probably, yeah, I mean, there is no like happy middle ground yeah like I, I i worked with a bunch of dudes and and love these guys to death they're still some of my best friends that are just now getting married and they and i knew they were virgins they're a hundred years behind you right and they were just but it like it and their and their wives were very and it's like now i know that i know that they're having sex i guess but it's also like what is that even like for it's you? Weird, it's like, bro. You're in your mid twenties. Yeah, or late twenties. You're fucking like a nine year old. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't, bro. I I hooked up with this girl in here recently, and she she was twenty one. I haven't had sex with anybody in the city. Uh, I have. <laughs> I've, I have. I've had I gotta get out. It's, I'm not really good. It's no, it's not that crazy here. <laughs> it's, it's is really, it hard to get laid here? Not for me. <laughs> I do, really, I do pretty okay. No, I'm not saying that. Maybe I mean, like, where would I go to meet a girl besides a graveyard or a mausoleum? <laughs> Dude, just what works. I just hang out at at Vulcan or at Creek, and they just yeah, come, they're like, hey, I saw you on this whatever. Yeah. Um, but also, so yeah, you got that front door spot. Now yeah. I know your game. Right, you're yeah, at yeah. the bottleneck of Pussy Town. That's Hell why, yeah. and you know those girls like to get fucked up. Yeah, no, for sure, bro. So there was even when I was bouncing at there's there's a thing when you get to be my size, right? You're a bigger guy. Women have to get over my worst flaw immediately. So anything else, if they but can it's get not over a flaw, they're not getting over it. 
they're attracted to it. Right. Well, it's, there's almost like a. Uh, there's almost like a another man's trash is another man's gold. Is right. That... Yeah. It's, there's almost like a uh, like a a calmness to it where it's like, oh, it can't. Well, we we can't have be... a similar thing that way. Yeah. When right. somebody comes up to me, they have to accept that immediately. They don't know that I'm going through a phase. Right. This is this is what you see is what this you is get. who you are. Right. You're gonna yeah. get beat up tonight, bitch. <laughs> Cigarettes put out on the devil's asshole. I love right. that. Yeah. Don't show your asshole to your lover, or the Satan will climb into it. Or, yeah, that yeah. that lady's grandmother had her asshole licked at a gangbang and had it never be. came back from I it. Yeah, I don't know where, but yeah, no, that girl was like my my mom's is the same way. I'm, she's like, I will tell my kids the same thing. <laughs> you don't get on all fours. You must get a uh, like. You, look, first of all, drunk cunts climbing all over you. You know, like pawn at you, or think that they take a license so they can just touch you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't no? bother me. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I've never. It it depends, man. It's it depends on my mood because I, I do get that a lot, bro. The best you were in or, sales, so you a little bit of a negotiation with mm, your own psychology. You just learned yeah. to kind of just be a whore. About, about everything. It's like whatever I need to do to get through this interaction, we'll do it. Um, yeah. The the thing for me was girls. I've literally had girls come up, or I've had girls when I'm on stage and I'll do jokes about my weight, mm. and they'll be like, "You're hot," and I'm like, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> Tell your hot friend to say that. Yeah, it's hot in here. Yeah, I'm dying. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. I don't know. I I get. I'm huge. Like I'm conventionally unattractive. But you're right. There are women that are just like, yeah. I'm, I'm conventionally into, unattractive. Yeah. There are women, but there are women that are just like, I'm into that. Yeah. I get very uh, specific. Yeah. Like there, it's all in or nothing. And I appreciate the not having any gray area. Right. Exactly. So it's like if you're just a conventionally attractive guy, you're. It's like you're fishing in the ocean. Yeah. I'm fishing in a pond. Yeah. And I know there's fish in here. Yeah. There's only three kinds of fish, but and I'll coming, catch yeah, them all. Exactly. And, but and I can see them in the water. I'm like, okay, that there's a fish. And it's, I hate when people are like, because it's not like, I don't hook up with a bunch of like big girls. And I like big girls. They used to be my thing when I was growing up. It's not so much anymore. But girls with, with me are like, I just want to, I feel so safe. I feel safe when I'm with you. And I'm like, this is, that's just because you know I can't catch you. Like, if you run away, I'm yeah. not going to run you down in an alley. No, but you but, do have a car. Yeah, that's true. That you is. could run her down <laughs> in your car. Um, but, yeah, no. I. Uh, the, What's the type? My type now? Well, it's called Six Street Sluts. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, whatever, it's whatever's responding on Tinder. No, I... I mean, I I like petite girls, man. Like yeah. fairly like spinners. We used to call them spinners. Yeah. I don't know if that's a like not friends okay. of mine have said spinners too. Yeah, I just don't know if that's I don't know if that's a not okay term anymore. You know what? Fuck those Fuck. skinny bitches. <laughs> you could beat them up. Yeah, but it's also like I don't know, man. I have people come up to me. They're like, "Hey, I recognize you from the show." Like, dude, I was in Texas Roadhouse the other day, and this waitress walks up to me. Who is just a ten? Mm. Who is so hot? Yeah, it looks more your type than mine. She's mm -hmm. got the black hair, the make. I mean, the whole thing. 
I want these Christian girls. I'm off the black hair and the tattoo. See, I'm I'm off the Christian girls, and I'm on to we should, to, we, should trade we should hang out more. I'll bring you to a BDSM club, <laughs> and I'll take you to church, and you take me to church and a Cracker Barrel. You know what? There's uh, we'll talk about this <laughs> off camera. Be- I have a I have a, an event coming up that you might appreciate. Okay. Uh, this is the start of something new, dude. Yeah. This is gonna be I think we should trade up, and I think we might find some peace in our hearts. <laughs> if maybe I just sprinkle a little we just start fucking my each coffin, other. yeah. <laughs> each other's girl. That rules. Yeah, we could have a double date. Yeah. And they're like, who is with who at this point? That'd be hilarious. They think that you were working security for me while I went out with two prostitutes. That, yeah? It's not a bad... <laughs> it's not a bad... Or I'm a heroin dealer hanging out with a rapper. All right, hey, that's not a bad dude. uh, There's a rapper from now. You may know him. There's a rapper named Jelly Roll. Yeah, I know Jelly Roll. Yeah, that's every time I'm on anything on the internet, people are like, "Oh my god, it's Jelly Roll," and I'm like, "It's not." Yeah, if you're a big boy with a beard, you get grouped in. We all kind of do look alike. That's why I wear a hat. I'm bald as shit. But if I have my hat off and I'm out with four other fucking bald cunts, we look (laughs) like we're fucking at a cult meeting. <laughs> I can't. I have to separate myself from those fucks. Nah, yeah, that that's well, that's uh, <laughs> that's Darian's doing a hat thing now. Yeah, every time you see Darian, he has a hat uh, on. So you guys don't get mixed up. So see, we, it's just a simple. Yeah, disguise. it's it's as simple as putting a hat on. If I take off my glasses and hat and my jewelry and wear uh, a white shirt and blue jeans, no one would recognize me. I could be standing right in front of you. Yeah. Oh, you I would know. have no idea. Brian <laughs> seen me in a suit at the store one day. He looked at me and goes never do that again <laughs> never where he goes i don't like it well you know you know curtis from out there right that lives here now that's uh i don't know what he's doing with joe's club but he worked at I thought he worked at the store um it isn't but there's a guy here i saw him yesterday who normally has a full beard and yeah. just shaved the goatee part so he's yeah. got the wolverine oh i saw that yeah and i tried to almost bagged his phone yeah <laughs> i was like hey man I, do you have a ticket and he looked at me i was like Oh shit! Yeah. What's up, man? Yeah, it's uh, but it's how a little, a little bitty... people have a frame of what you are and how you are. If you right. disrupt that, they don't even look at you as the same person. Yeah, it's, that's it... why I'm starting to walk around naked, so everyone knows who yeah. I am and what kind of mood I am by my uh, mood ring on the end of my dick. Dude, I've said I, I think I I heard someone say it, but I believe it. If we all had to walk around naked, we'd be a lot nicer to each other. <laughs> totally, you don't want to get any. Uh, Especially Argery naked, all the thing that you normally have strapped down and locked up and covered, yeah. now everything's just flailing around. <laughs> so the conversation is not just here. It's, it's all everywhere. this, yeah. and you're like, yeah. yeah, well, the guy's walking away. Maybe you should wipe better. <laughs> right. And then it's fucked up his day. Right, exactly. That's that's such a funny, yeah, that, that's a, a crazy thought. But, yeah, no, that's, I, uh. I had a friend of mine that um, when she would argue with her husband, she would just she would start taking her clothes off. Ooh, yeah, that's and and it got to a point where he would just take his clothes off and they would just argue with each other, but it almost ended every argument. Yeah, because everyone's totally vulnerable. Yeah, and no, yeah, and, and I was like, oh, because you guys would start fucking, and they're like, not necessarily. No, we if were there just was like, a real, if there let, was a real uh, debate in that, uh, it's very humbling to be naked yep. in front of somebody to a degree where you're trying to get a point across and this is me yeah you realize how how silly the thing you're arguing about is if you're doing it if you can't argue about this naked then you shouldn't be arguing 
But who's going to be the first one to take off their clothes? She would just, or she, she it started works better from a lady though. If a guy just starts stripping down naked, now you're a sex offender, right? That's <laughs> a woman gets naked in front of anybody. It's beautiful. It's fine. Yeah. Guy in decent exposure. Right. That's yeah, that's true. That's well, I don't know, man. There's some, there's some six street warriors out there that will walk by Vulcan naked. And it's like, Dude, I saw one last night that, that, uh, guy in the G string with no, no pants, like shit stained, like underwear, uh, oh, tucked in. Yeah, black yeah. eyes. And the worst part is, is all the homeless people are ripped. <laughs> They're really in good shape. <laughs> right. They're There's, not eating bullshit. Dude. No, I don't know no. what it is, but it's, it's, the meth. it's crack. Yeah. <laughs> crack but, but how do you keep all that muscle definition? Smoking rock. I don't know. White people don't do very well on the crack is what no. I'm getting at. No, we just die. Yeah. We just die. You just kind of fade out. There's no struggle in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's also, dude, and, and it, it's terrible, but it's like, like, I feel like I have, I've had, I've had one friend go to rehab and he, and he was a one. Guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I that's know. it. I do. I grew you ain't up living, man. I, that's true. <laughs> It's it was a, a a black friend of mine and he I was like how was it and he was like it was fine he was like but everyone treated me like overly nice mm. and I was like well, yeah man it's rehab they're making sure you were cool he was yeah. like no they were doing it because I'm black uh, I think I'm the only black person that's enjoy ever, it. that's ever been there get the free shit yeah that's and he. But he started looking around. There was no black people that worked there. There were no black people that were no, in the rehab. No, because black people aren't quitters. Your friend's a loser <laughs> for going to rehab. They're out there getting it, and he's throwing in the towel. Yeah. <laughs> Where, uh, I was, that's so funny. I was going to say they weren't faced with the same opportunities to get clean, and you're like, no. I'm from Canada, him, though. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm yeah. from Canada. It's, it's a, a different thing. thing. Yeah. You see, one day you're going to go to Montreal and do mm. the country comedy festival there, and you're going to see, wow, these Canadians, especially the French ones, are really fucked up. Have yeah, you ever had right. poutine? I've had, gra- like I've a- had gravy on french fries before, but okay. not the, the – what's the – with Gravy cheese fried. curds, I've not had the curds now. Cheese curds, and now they've they've kind of modernized it. Like you can get this fucking smoked meat on Montreal smoked meat. Okay, with All the right. cheese curds and um, the gravy and the fries are really good. Mm-hmm. We, should, we should let's go eat something. I'm, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, Where yeah. can people find you? Uh, so on so on Instagram, Trey it's Pack. Trey Pack Comedy. T R E P A C K. Yeah. Um, Twitter, Trey Pack. Uh, but I mean, most any like shows and stuff, you're going to find me on Instagram. Just yeah. at, at Trey Pack. Comedy. And you're very active in the city of Austin. You can oh, find I'm on, them. Yeah, I'm on stage. I mean, whether it's doing mics or doing shows or whatever, I mean, I'm up Yeah, pretty, basically every day. Every night. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're interested in doing stand up comedy for real, mm-hmm. come to Austin, Texas. It's the best place in the world for it. My, I, my I truly believe that. Buddy that's just staying with me here, he got on Kill Tony last night and. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Rocking the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be on the secret show this Thursday. Hell yeah. And maybe, maybe uh, the Canadian government. I I don't have a fucking passport. Oh, no. I'm supposed to be in a Canadian city on Friday. I'm starting to have to cancel shows. Oh, no. Yeah. That's so, not, what do you, what do you do? I mean, you just. I'm stewing. Right. Yeah. Politely as right. Canadians do. I'm waiting for my passport to come in the mail. I was oh, supposed to be man. gone on tour yesterday. Jesus. And now I'm having to pull shows because I 
need to go. <laughs> I could just cancel my whole Canadian tour and just go because I've got a, a full tour in Denmark. I'll be in Copenhagen and oh, up neighboring rules. cities, and then uh, a few shows in Sweden in November. Hell yeah! And then back here, my homie from LA. George Perez is coming out. He's okay. opening for Willie Barcina at the uh, Vulcan. Hell yeah. And then uh, I'll be back in Los Angeles at the end of November. And um, then we'll see what happens in December and January. Yeah, shit's supposed to get crazy. It's going to be crazy. I'm very excited. You've been in comic for four years now? F yeah, four, four and five. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have. COVID makes everything weird. Dude, you're, regardless of what growing pains you're going through right mm. now, come January, yeah. it's going to be hot. And then by. March, things mm. are going to be cooking. Oh, yeah. It's I can't gonna be wait. It's going to be rad. Man. I don't even think it's going to be even slow in the summer. It's going to be so it's, hot. It's going to be, yeah. I there's hope too so, many man. comedy clubs and, and hundreds of comedians. And there's yeah, there, five comedy clubs and in the three, city. And, yeah, and four of them are within yeah. three blocks of each other. It's wild. So Crazy. Best place in the world. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for and, having me. And uh, go to com. Make sure you check out all his shit online, too. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head